God, how many stories have I read this week? I think the one that got me was the one about how much money they're making now on transgenderism. Billions, exponentially. I don't know what the statistics are, but they're saying the number of girls that are now being affirmed for transition. Isn't that a weird concept? Affirmed. What does that mean to be affirmed? It's like affirmed of your own view of reality. So there's a report out about this. Used to be, <laughs> it was rare you know, one out of every 10,000 people might say, you know, I feel like I'm in the wrong body. But I think, I think it started to happen. I suspect that transgenderism started to take off when I think it was either the Lifetime Channel or the Learning Channel started doing this series about this young kid who was transitioning. I never watched it, but it was like called Being Chloe or, you know, I don't even remember. But I think it was a girl. It was either a girl transitioning to a boy or a boy transitioning to a girl. And so they, they had this family and they followed the family and they followed the... And they made it very nice and very affirming, right? And I thought to myself, you know, somewhere somebody came up with this idea for the show and if you know anything about entertainment what you always want to try to strive to do is find something that will attract sponsors you know what it, what is going to attract sponsors and what kind of sponsors do you want to attract and it seems to me that this would have been a great opportunity for big pharma to sponsor a show that turned out to be popular, kind of like Teen Mom. Remember Teen Mom? If any of you have kids, Teen Mom is was a show that came out about, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. And, and guess what? Teen pregnancy went up. Just like this show, Being Chloe or whatever it was. All of a sudden, moms are groomed to be more accepting of the idea of gender dysphoria. And of course, you know, every mom in the world wants to make sure that no kid ever has a bad day or suffers any kind of emotional guilt or in any way should feel strange or indifferent. And so moms will do anything uh, to tell their kid it's okay, right? And so when you have this gender affirmation show, that doesn't talk about what goes wrong or doesn't talk about how many children think they have gender dysphoria, but it's just puberty and they have a lifetime of regret. Uh, they don't hear that on being Chloe. No, they, they, um, 
you know, they only get the nice story where everybody in the family is on board and it's a natural process and the kid is happy and the kid is transitioned. You know, I would like to have a follow-up show called What Happened to Chloe? And so the moms are groomed and then the kids start coming home and then you've got the Me Too movement and you've got girl power. In many ways, I see this current trend of trans, transgenderism with children almost an extension of the 60s and 70s women's liberation movement along the lines of, hey, look at me, I can, I've got so much liberation, I can even be a boy. And um, who would want to do that? Anyway, so it's, it's a tragedy, and the tragedy is that it's profit-driven. It's profit-driven. Billions. And the after effects are horrible. But they don't tell you about that. They don't tell you that if you start taking puberty blockers, guess what? If you're a boy, you're losing, you're sacrificing your ability to create sperm. You'll never be able to have an offspring. And if you're a girl and you have your ovaries removed, and you take puberty blockers, and there's no estrogen, and you get your breast removed, not only are you not ever going to be able to produce a child and get pregnant, not that you want to because you're a boy now, right? But you won't have an orgasm either. I don't think that's very common. So these doctors, it's like that song from Pink Floyd, you raise the blade, you make the change, you rearrange me until I'm sane. This is some crazy shit. And these doctors, they've, you know, I read somewhere, they look at it as plastic surgery. They're not, they're not making a moral judgment. Even in schools, you know, with all of this, I mean, you've heard about some of these hospitals now in New England and elsewhere where they're not even putting the sex of the kid on the birth certificate. They think that that's too soon. You should let the kid decide. It's like, wait a minute. The, the development of the body took place inside the embryo, not after. The body isn't still trying to decide which sex it wants to be. And, but this is being taught. And it's troubling. It's troubling because one day it'll end. And once we've woken up from this delirium, we'll realize the cause that we created and the harm, and uh, we'll be embarrassed, just like we were embarrassed about slavery, just like we're embarrassed about how we used to treat women, and still do treat women in many parts of the world. So we're going to add one more to the bucket list of things that human beings tried that ended up being ridiculous. Criminal. Criminal. They're stealing children's lives. So, there's that. What else is there? You know, there's the war. I, I still can't get over the Roger Waters interview I saw. I love that guy. I used to not like him. I was a, I was a David Gilmore fan. I like the guitarist. 
and you know Roger had that reputation of being a dick but you know now that I've gotten to know him a little bit uh, I like his I like his perspective I don't you know I say I don't agree with but that's just because I have my own opinions about a lot of things but I would say we're in essence on the same wavelength but I still like his music it doesn't matter sometimes I don't like to mix politics I was never a big fan of Bruce Springsteen and I was less of a big fan after he started becoming well he's always been political now he's just an elite activist uh, same with a lot of these guys climate change oof, man there's nothing I can do about that nothing too many people have uh, have become part of the mass formation psychosis it, it's like Brave New World if you first read Brave New World get to the part where they take these little children and they let them play on the grass and then they shock them every time they get on the grass they shock these children so the children will learn that nature is dangerous conditions them from an early age and then they grow up avoiding because the society in Brave New World doesn't want anybody to venture outside of the city to the countryside and see what's really going on so the only way to do it how do you pre prevent people from leaving well you teach them indoctrinate them with the idea that if they leave they'll die again if you want to inculcate people into believing that fossil fuels the cheapest most abundant energy in the world is somehow dangerous you can get people to believe it and that's what's happened it's it's it you know when they say it's consensus oh it's consensus 95% of all scientists no 95% of all scientists do not agree uh, that is based on a false study where they cherry-pick data and they presented it to uh, a lot of different scientific groups and it was like 43% said yeah we you know there's there's something here but you can't trust the science because it's driven by profits it's exactly the same thing in the transgenderism thing uh, because the profit motive clouds people's judgment and here's what I'll say um, first of all the climate getting warm is better than the climate getting cold second of all a number of volcanoes a year could offset much more damage to the climate and yet they haven't I mean I could go on for an hour and a fucking half and tell you what I know of why climate change is not driven by man-made activities now pollution you want to talk to me about smog pollution water red tide shit like that that's directly attributable to man let's clean up that let's clean up that mess you know the only way you're going to do that is I'll give you a good example you know if you live in south of Orlando in Florida anywhere south of Orlando and you are south of the sugarcane fields which are all located in south central Florida you're going to get agriculture runoff and that runoff is going to filter into the streams and rivers and carry it to the oceans 
and you get red tide. And red tide stinks and it kills fish and it ruins tourism. But guess what? Everybody likes sugar. Sugar has to grow somewhere. Can't grow it all out of Hawaii. So that's why we have red tide. That's why we have an environmental issue. But it has nothing to do with melting glaciers and global mean temperatures and things of that nature. Things that are utterly beyond human influence. But yeah, on a regional, local level, you've got to clean your water. Look what happened in Flint. That wasn't from global warming. That was from man being unthoughtful of his neighbor and being cheap and bad leadership. But it's too late. The horse is already out of the stable. And in the only way, you know, the only way that we'll move away from climate change propaganda is if they start teaching the truth in school over time or if they start using propaganda to assure everyone that whatever it is that we're supposedly doing is actually having a positive effect. You know, they could issue a report anytime they want that says, oh, according to new research, uh, all of our activities and stimming carbon output is starting to have a tremendous effect and the Earth's temperatures are now stabilizing and everybody will buy it and we'll all applaud and meanwhile we'll have forever high prices but we'll be taking action. So it's much of this is just a way of justifying charging you more money. Charging you more money. That's really, I use the Tylenol example. You know, Tylenol was developed because there was so much aspirin. You could still today buy a bottle of 300 you know, aspirin tablets for five bucks, but it cost you 10 bucks to get, you know, 12 Tylenol cabinet, uh, pills and $15 if you want the 30 pack. And of course, in, in the uh, hospitals, they charge you $5 for a Tylenol. So is Tylenol any different? Maybe said it had something to do with stomach and ulcers, but I'm not buying it. They could probably make as much Tylenol as they make aspirin. But why do that when you can charge more? You know, the profit motive is destroying society because it clouds people's moral vision. There is no morality, at least in the ruling class. Uh, it's the ends justify the means, and if the ends are continuous profit then uh, if you read what's happening in Mexico today exacerbated by Biden's poor border policies we're actually contributing to the destruction of the Mexican the country of Mexico human trafficking generates billions for the cartels and I'm not talking about kidnapping people and turning them into sex slaves in Tijuana, which I'm sure happens. I'm just talking about charging people to go through their country. They're charging people ten, twelve thousand dollars to walk through Jalisco or walk through where they live. And if you want to go back and bring family, it's going to cost you another twelve thousand. 
Doesn't that make you sick? And who's, who is creating this problem? When Kamala Harris talks about trying to find the systemic roots of why people are coming here, well, you only have to look at the poor conditions in Mexico to determine that there is a better life, especially when they're put on a plane and flown somewhere and given a cell phone and uh, enough money to last until their first welfare check shows up. Already their life is improved. They can go down and get caught up on all their vaccines, take their children, and they even have a little bit of money to send back home so other relatives can make the trek. That's the way it is. And all Biden did was make it easy. That's all. He just made it easier. For reasons that are political, I don't think they're humanitarian. He's created death. He's created death. Fentanyl flooding into the country. Uh, addictive, powerful. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. And I don't say this because I don't like Joe Biden. I say this because of the way he's acting. The way, and then the media doesn't care. The media doesn't care. They want Joe Biden to appear presidential, even when they know that he's not. So we're going to leave it here because it's been 15 minutes of me rambling on about nothing. But if I don't do these podcasts, then Spotify will delist me. And I can't, uh, you know, I can't have that now. So we'll check back with you. Uh, there's more outrage coming your way. Uh, if you want to reach me, realjimwatkins1 at gmail.com. realjimwatkins1 at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. Adios. <laughs>